0: Hey listeners, this is your biohacker speaking, (laughs) aka Katie. If there is one thing I dread, it is walking down the skincare aisle of my local pharmacy. There are just so many options to choose from, and I never really know if something is actually working. So that's why I reached out to Rachel Varga for some TLC and guidance through her one-on-one consultation. And honestly, there is just nothing better than putting your skincare regimen into the hands of someone you trust and who really takes the time to evaluate your skin type and then give you access to products you just won't find on supermarket shelves. Since I'm on camera almost all the time, I really can't afford to get a breakout or have my skin looking dry and flaky. Rachel's protocol has literally changed the texture and complexion of my skin to the point where I'm starting to get ID'd again, which makes you feel good at literally any age. So if you haven't booked your session yet, then head over to rachelvarga.ca to learn
1: more. Welcome to Beauty and the Biohacker where we explore the latest tools and trends in self-care, aesthetics, and peak performance to help you live your most beautiful life from the inside out. I'm your co-host, Rachel Varga, a board-certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 19,000 rejuvenation treatments performed on thousands of patients. And
0: I'm Katie Moore, a self-proclaimed biohacker with three years of self-experimenting in the space of health and wellness technology. I'm on a mission to help you achieve success without sacrificing your health or happiness through my YouTube channel, Katie Type
1: A. So join us as we sit down with some of the biggest innovators in the health space, the movers and shakers of the wellness world, and unpack some of the biggest secrets in the
0: skincare and longevity space. We are Beauty and the Biohacker, and we're thrilled to have you along for the ride. Welcome, guys, to another episode. I am your co-host, Katie Moore, Katie Taipei, and I'm here with the lovely and recovering Rachel Varga. Hey,
1: everybody. It's great to be here. And before we go any further, be sure to subscribe, hit the bell notification on the podcast and also on our YouTube channel, on the beauty and the biohacker podcast the katie type a youtube channel rachel varga podcast give us all some love we're all co cool creating here together and we're going to help you guys out with sharing some of our best healing recovery tips for the body mind spirit energy this is going to be a really good kind of like heart to heart woman to woman soul to soul conversation to help each other out and super relevant since within the span of a
0: week both of us got injured in very strange ways, you know, I'll have you tell your story, but I I was hiking the other day and I took a terrible tumble, lost my footing. And I mean, it's a miracle I didn't break a bone, but I was on lava rock trying to break my fall, ended up with legs up in the air, full, like just back hit the ground. And I was like, oh my gosh, Thank, thank goodness for one, like I was with my family because I actually would not have been able to get out of the position that I landed in and secondly like thank god I just take such good care of my health because it's all the stuff that you do ahead of time that actually helps you when you when push comes to shove and you get injured
1: hundred and a million percent and just by the way Thank you so much for sending me these fabulous flowers, Katie. Of course, uh, and they actually arrived. By the I got. The, okay, let me tell a quick story here. I was feeling really freaking wrecked last week, not feeling good. I got t boned. I'm not going to get into the specifics, and I was actually already dealing with a pretty significant uh, a number of injuries from a year and a half prior. So here I am, still in recovery mode. Boom. Right. And feeling wrecked, asking for prayers, all that good stuff, which we should do as women. We in sh- men, if we need help, ask for that. Don't be afraid to. And thank you for everyone's prayers. And then I get a call from Lou Flores that someone's sending me flowers from Katie, and I'm like, okay, I have, I think I know who this is. And then they arrived as I was interviewing, of course, JJ Virgin, right. And I uh, timed that, actually. Yeah, I was did. like, okay,
0: you got to just make sure it's, like, right at the end of the interview. I know. And I love how you're, like, were you. these from you? I'm like, how many Katie's did you tell? <laughs> 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 of course they're from me. Forgot to put the type A at the at the end. But, you know, I was rushing. It was early in the morning. I just wanted to get – I you. just wanted to send, I think – there's always this kind of feeling of like, you want to help. Right. And I'm, I'm very much like that was instilled in me as a kid. I know the same thing for you. And when you're that far away, and when you know that like, there's nothing I can send you immediately, that's going to actually fix you or help you. But I thought flowers are just such a beautiful and symbolic way of like growth and, and beauty. Right. And just kind of be able to see the beauty, even in the struggle of being injured. So that's why I I'm so glad they got to you though.
1: Yeah, and I do have them sitting next to my somovatic. And just an FYI, if you see these beautiful orchids, if you're checking this out on the Beauty and the Biohacker YouTube channel, um, these orchids are still going strong. So somovatic is something I use for structuring water and my plants that are next to the somovatic. Do They live like twice as long. The other orchids I have in the bathroom are dead. They have no blooms on them. So I'm convinced that this just helps make water more bioavailable. So that's been one of my um, things that's helped me out. And thank goodness we have biohacking tools in our toolkit so that when, as Dave Asprey says, ish hits the Shan... we can deal with stuff so we can still continue to show up and do the work we need to do. Crash life, take names, feel good, look awesome. So thank you for your guidance on, you know, introducing me to a couple of cool biohacking things too.
0: Absolutely. So Rachel, just to be clear, if I do see the flowers starting to jump up and down, I shouldn't be concerned, right? It's just a soma beta quirky. <laughs> you know it,
1: you know it. Um,
0: yeah. And I think one of the things that people really don't talk about
1: uh,
0: very often. You know, everyone, even when I'm interviewed, people are like, well, what gadgets do you use? What do you, I, I love talking about that. I do product reviews for a living, that's super fun. But guess what is not talked about in the biohacking world? It is the resilience that you build up, this sense of badassery that you just sort of imbue, from this idea of taking control of your biology. So even when I was in a ditch, legs up in the air, and I knew that I was in a bad situation, I still felt empowered, like I'm gonna be okay. I didn't cave in, I didn't feel like, oh my gosh, if my leg is broken, it's the end of the world. I was like, no, I can get through this. I'm still conscious, I can still like feel my legs. And it's just, sometimes you just have to tap into that inner strength. And that, I think, kind of helped me recover faster, to be honest.
1: 100%. And I really want to give a shout out to cold therapy. I've been practicing cold therapy uh, for quite a while. My hubby's a pro athlete. So what happens when your partner's a pro athlete? They get injured. What do we do? We go in the ocean. And since this other thing that happened to me about a year and a half ago, I was doing cold therapy almost daily. And the reason I did that was for nervous system regulation, stress reduction, inflammation reduction, pain relief, all of that. I'm not just going in the ocean to have fun. It freaking sucks. But after a year and a half of doing it consistently, I can now get in up to my neck for over 10 minutes, have my hands and my arm away from my body. That's the hardest part and just totally regulate myself, get in the water like it's freaking nothing. So how does that make me feel? Like a freaking badass, right? I feel resilient. I feel strong. And I've just been really leaning into that daily. I do have an ice bath outside. For those of us in Hawaii, uh, maybe you need to use your indoor bathtub. But for those of us in Canada, where it is not warm, where some of us live in igloos—that's a joke. Not nobody lives in igloos, by the way. But uh, it's it's easier to have that at home, or just jump in the ocean, or mountain runoff. That's super cold, but cold therapy is is great, uh, and I think that more people should be leaning into it as a way to. Uh, allow you to deal with stressful situations because the world is going through some evolutionary processes, some huge changes. And we need, as humans, more people that can be resilient and keep their head screwed on straight.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I, th- I really attribute a lot of my overall stress reduction throughout the years to the hormetic changes that i experienced from doing a lot of hot cold therapy you know prior to moving out here i was doing a sauna and ice bath almost regularly probably two or three times a day or i'm sorry all week i wish i had the time to do it a day but it was more like a week and i it's that you know that intense heat that you get that heat stress which is creating all these heat shock proteins and then you jump into the cold and it's another type of shock on your body it's really affecting your nervous system it forces you to kind of go within and start focusing on your breath which i think is such a huge part of recovery and healing as well and in terms of some other modalities i think that are worth mentioning for me i i have talked a little bit about intermittent fasting, I tend to stray away from doing the longer fast, I do more like, you know, 12 to 14 hours, which typically is what is you know, kind of uh, part of the the framework for women too, just because of hormonal changes, you know, my fiance can do much longer fast, but I tend to feel like a 14 hours perfect. But for this situation of getting injured and really banging up my knee to the point where, you know, I was probably a couple millimeters off from, from really fracturing a bone. So I did a 24 hour fast that day, which, you know, maybe seems counterintuitive to some people, but as a result, the reason I did it was very strategic. It was, I want to give my body, a, it's whole, my whole system, a break from having to digest and focus all its, its attention and energy on different body function processes. So all of that energy and all those resources can be devoted to healing. As a result, I woke up the next day in such a better like state than I could possibly imagine. I was walking so good to the point where I was like, I think we could actually do like a very light walk today. I probably uh I pushed myself a little too hard because that's just type A me and I'm hurting a little bit today. But it was that that, you know, uh, amazing feeling of coming off a 24 hour hike or 24 hour uh fast and then feeling like, wow, my body is actually in recovery mode.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've had a leg injury as well to the effect where I was doing step-up drills outside. And I uh, probably like a six-inch section scraped my skin off all the way to my shin bone, had gravel and pavement in my skin, went to the hospital, got it cleaned up, stitches. It hurt a lot because it's dependent. This was before biohacking, right? So I do wanna just talk about fasting for a second. It depends what's going on in the body. So for me, I needed to work with my brain health and thank freaking goodness, I had had my nutrition session with Justine Stanger, who is just like the queen of fats, understanding healthy fats and how that can really improve our cellular health, our brain health. So I worked with her to work on brain health optimization because of a previous thing that I mentioned a year and a half ago. I'm not gonna get into specifics. So I was already following that and I wasn't fasting for longer than 12 hours. I was having like a brain smoothie every freaking morning, eating as much salmon as I can. Yes, actually, sometimes raw salmon, things like oysters, things like caviar. I did some gut testing that also determined those were some of my superfoods. And I swear because of the things I was doing at that point when I again got uh, T-boned, uh, my brain was in better shape than it would have been in someone who wasn't already looking after themselves. Now, another layer I want to add to this is that if you you do have to uh, really think about like what's going on with your body. So for you with your leg, maybe doing that 24 hour fast to or or longer fast to get autophagy going that could be helpful. But for someone like myself that you know got smoked. Um, and it's brain stuff, there's a different way to approach it. So if you think you have a medical condition, here we go, guys, you must seek the guidance of a licensed physician. And before making any lifestyle modifications, again, seek the guidance of a licensed physician. But I will share that I went to the ER, I was sitting in there for three and a half hours by myself because of I couldn't have my husband with me because they don't allow visitors. So here I am having a You know, I was in a lot of pain. I couldn't even lie down on the floor. They wouldn't even let me lie down on a blanket. And I was like, I was just freaking T-boned. Like I need to like get into uh, a more comfortable position. Is this because
0: of COVID regulations or mm -hmm. was this? Okay, all right.
1: Yeah, and uh, so I just like was sitting there by myself crying for five minutes. I don't think I've ever cried in public, but here's the silver lining, the golden lining. It was five minutes. And then I was able to regulate myself. I focused on my breath. Thank goodness I'd been doing all that training with cold therapy. And I pushed through it. I regulated my pain. I regulated my nervous system. I regulated my emotions as well because it's it's quite traumatic. And uh, so here I'm waiting for three and a half hours. And then I see the doc for like five minutes. Take some ibuprofen for 72 hours. You'll be fine. I'm like, um. No, there's other things happening. Why would I just take something to mask the pain? I need to recover. So then, in discussion with my my husband, uh, you know, he really is a big proponent on doing the stuff at home that you can to look after yourself. Because here's the thing: you can't just show up to a provider and say, "Woe is me. Tell me what to do." You have to become your own advocate, and this is what they teach us in. you know health professional training right in 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 nursing you know you are your own advocate and as if you start to get sucked into the woe is me complex and the victim mode you are not going to recover and it's funny this this last hit you know what it really did it i swear from here on out you are not going to see the prim and proper rachel varga anymore you are going to see the freaking badass rachel that is here to take names, help people out, and just a little, you know, what helps keep me in that positive state is choose joy. I love to wear shirts that uh, give me some nice um, just reminders to stay in that positive mindset. Mm -hmm. And I think this is really relevant right now because people are going through some crazy times right now in the world. And then you have these other things that's just a natural part of being a human. And we have to know how to deal with this stuff. And uh, we can talk about maybe some supplements now that have helped us as well.
0: Yeah. And just as a quick anecdote to that, I, I recently had a, a similar experience with like kind of a misdiagnosis or, or uh, a lack of getting to the symptom and root cause with, with doctors. And, you know, doctors work so hard. But I think they're really, really great at acute you know, injuries and, and fixing bones. But like, when it comes to something even like gut health, you know, like I went to the doctor with a, I was having this like coffee mold allergy and they thought it was acid reflux, wrote me a prescription sent me on my way. And I was like, it's not acid reflux and you didn't do any testing. You just asked symptoms and then you treated it masking it right and and that prescription didn't actually work so those kind of situations and kind of hearing your story too does give me more of that drive to really say okay you know i i think that sometimes when it when it comes to your own health you know your body best and if you can experiment and really Take matters into your own hands and do it safely. And um I, I just think like that that sometimes can really help you with the healing process, you know, at least like expediting it. So for me, like in terms of supplements I've been taking, I have loaded up on collagen so much because of the joint health. You know, I actually have a special joint health collagen supplement from Bulletproof that's really designed to help with this kind of repair. Um, It's, you know, basically designed for athletes. And so I've been loading up on that. Most importantly, though, Rachel, the night that this happened, I actually took like 40 milligrams of melatonin and some kava, very high dose, which I normally don't do. But I knew that it was going to be difficult for me to sleep that night. And I wanted to prioritize my body's ability to recover in a state of deep sleep more than anything else. And so I was feeling agitated trying to go to bed. And so I did that kind of protocol, I ended up getting phenomenal sleep that night. My deep sleep was off the charts. And I think that also was a huge factor. So I, I can't emphasize enough how important it is to really focus on getting sleep because that's when your body's going to recover during an injury.
1: So here's the ironic thing. The supplements I take are for my skin. But guess what's going to give you better skin? Less inflammation, more omegas, more antioxidants, more cofactors, NAD+. So I was already taking that stuff. And, you know, for great skin, especially the summertime, because I... I burn like nothing. I'm a Fitzpatrick skin type 2, higher risk for skin cancers. So I really lean into my skin supplements. And it's just ironic that it also helps with uh, overall inflammation and recovery. So I personally leaned into my Bend Beauty Renew and Protect formula. We're going to link all this stuff below. So don't worry, you can just check out the show notes. Uh, Renew and Protect formula, my collagen. Uh, also sustainably sourced marine collagen. And the Renew and Protect actually has Health Canada approvals for reducing skin inflammation and research to back it up. So check out our other resource, Fact Checking 101, that Katie and I did to help you assess out which products are probably gonna be you know, the ones to avoid or the ones to lean into based on third-party independent lab testing. The other product that I've taken that has over 15 years of third-party independent lab testing is a superoxide dismutase supplement. Uh, that one comes from France. We're going to have uh, Francois Vicks from Glycidin in. And there's a couple of different options in the Glycidin lineup. So feel free to just, you know, email email us here. Our contact infos down below and I'll get you hooked up. I also was taking uh, some bio-optimizers, opt- bio um, digestive enzymes, and also the natoveem N80+, and just really loading up on those healthy fats, fish oils, uh, really looking at my diet and not fasting for more than 12 hours based on my condition, cold therapy, tons of hot baths with Epsom salts, unscented Epsom salts, some of the clary sage I sent you as well, and some uh, really nice body oil. Because when you take a lot of Epsom salt baths, it will dry out your skin. So I will we'll also link up the body bath and body oil that I love. It's super clean, phthalate free, all that good stuff. And just, you know, the athletic therapy, stretching, and uh, certain mobility exercises that when you go and see a traditional healthcare provider, they don't actually really know about this stuff. And it's not in their wheelhouse. So if you have had an injury, maybe seek out people like chiros, acupuncturists, RMTs, athletic therapists, for sure physios, those are the people that are going to be really good with um, seeing, uh, like doing assessments and things like that. But trust me, you want that ER doctor when you're in a car accident and you're bleeding out. But when it's something that you can't see and you present as being fine, you need to investigate that stuff further.
0: Yeah. Just on the uh, supplement uh, note, I will also mention that I have recently sourced this awesome blue turmeric from Hawaii. It's like an activated blue turmeric it tastes amazing. It comes in a really small little vial. And so I've been kind of experimenting with that for some anti-inflammation, um, properties. And I did some of that. I took some amaki leaf. I also had a little, as I mentioned, kava, which I have found to be really relaxing, especially right before bed. And that also can help with pain relief too. And there's, you know, I know David's talked a little bit about it, but like kratom is another, um, you know, medicinal kind of plant, uh, herb that people have sometimes used traditionally. I have a little bit of that and I use it only kind of in small reserve when I'm in a lot of pain. I actually use that around my wisdom teeth surgery and I never had to take Advil and I didn't take any Advil when I, when I was, I did all these things through natural healing, which is amazing. And another thing, and I know that you're a big proponent of this too, is red light therapy. So I got on my grounding mat and I put some red light on, like I had my wounds kind of, um, undressed for a little bit. So it's always good to, if you have like a cut to like, let it air out for a little bit rather than keeping it bandaged 24 seven. So while it was kind of, you know, just airing out, I had the red light over it for about half an hour to 45 minutes. And I, I mean, it's really, again, like it's hard to quantify exactly what it did, but I felt really good with it on my knee. And I think it might've been something that helped with, expediting my healing for sure
1: huge fan of red light therapy and be again be sure to check out the episode show notes uh we do uh, we're we are sharing some savings with these companies that we work with these are products that we've been using and taking for quite a while and uh, also just so you know by using those links and those promo codes it does help to support us as well but the crazy thing is is that i'm not really supposed to talk about this stuff which it's like, no, 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 no. Because I know that this stuff is gonna help somebody out there that is dealing with something acute or needs the encouraging words that you can be a bit of a badass too and get through stuff that gets thrown your way. This is what happens when we're human. We experience hardships, but we also can choose to experience joy and look for the lessons. Everything can have a lesson. Not everything has to have this like deep spiritual meaning. But uh, you know, I, I got I got shaken up a little bit, and uh, I'm excited for this new version. <laughs> I'm kind of
0: now. I'm really digging it. It's like. It, it, it there's a there's like definitely like this this like biohacking badassness like oh, yeah. even the color that we're wearing like i'm like wearing this like pure white today and you're like you're like i'm i'm you know wearing my black like tables of turns yes i love it i love it but i think what the bigger point is like you got to tap into these things mm. uh when when it's necessary, when it's the right time. You don't always have to go around proselytizing, like, I'm a badass, look at me. It's, you know, it's like, it kind of goes back to, this is really funny, but like fumes like positive rebel thing, right? Yes. I have my fume with me all the time. It's not about like, oh, you're doing this wrong. I'm doing this right. It's just about embodying this sense of like, I take care of myself. You can walk into a room and light the room up just by the energy that you're giving off. And if you're giving off this vibe of, I'm somebody who cares about my health and the health of others, and I'm here to encourage people to really foster that sense of care for themselves, that's that's enough, that's enough. You don't have to do anything more. It's just showing up for yourself. That's what we're talking about all the time. You know, you don't have to suffer. You don't have to listen to other people tell you what you're doing is right or wrong. It's like you have to decide. Right. And so you're choosing to be joyful even during adversity.
1: And I think that's just so I just commend that so much, you know. Well, this isn't my first time. This is my second rodeo at this. Right. So the first time I had that kind of woe is me mentality is like, nope, nope, not happening this time. Yeah, yeah, what is that old saying and I'm totally going to botch this, but it's like
0: shame, fool me once shame on me, fool me twice or something like that, you know? And it's and it's totally that. It's like sometimes you just end up learning faster and becoming stronger the second time around. I mean, even in heartbreak, right? Like I mean, this goes back to like dating, like the first cut is the deepest. The second time, you're like, I'm I'm okay with this. I'm good. I'm better. I'm better than I was.
1: Yeah. And I'm pretty lucky that um, I do have a husband who's a pro athlete. So he's used to dealing with recoveries and injuries all the time. And he's also in my corner being like, Rachel, you can get through this. This is what you need to do. These are the people you need to keep seeing. And, but the thing is, is that we can get overwhelmed with recovery. And what do we do? There's this option, that option, this option, this option, it's up to you to find what works. But here's the thing, you are going to also intuitively know what works. And sometimes it's the most simple things as well. And I will say that um, for me, leaning into recovery means reducing my stress. It meant clearing my schedule, but I was not going to rebook. JJ Virgin, because I did rebook her the month before so that I can make an acupuncture appointment. And also Teresa De Pasquale. These are women I love. You must check out those interviews. They are so incredibly inspirational. JJ Virgin, actually, her her son was left for dead on the road. And one of the other uh, lessons I want to share here is that when you are going through a hard time, don't be afraid to reach out for support, because there are so many people that have come out of the woodworks that have, like yourself, sending me flowers. You have no idea how much that meant to me and touched me. And just the prayers and, and the beautiful messages, I really feel like that helped. And I wasn't afraid to ask for that this time. So thank you, everybody, for your kind words. I love you. Appreciate you so much. It does not go unnoticed.
0: Yeah, coming back to the whole listening to your body, I mean, you just hit it on the head. It's it really does come down to how am I feeling? And that's that's sort of when you have to decide like, you know, am I going to push myself today? And why? And what is the purpose of pushing myself today? You know, and that's and this takes a lot of time to really cultivate and be able to listen and know you know what? Today is going to be a day I take a little bit slower. Today is going to be a day that I don't go for my 10,000 steps. And you know what? That's okay. And giving yourself that grace to relax and slow down is so so important. Today I'm missing out on going to the volcanoes with my fiance and his mother-in-law, but I really can't walk very well today. And so why am I going to push myself in a car for two hours and then struggle? I don't want to go through that pain. And so sometimes you have to say no, even when you want to do something, but you know that you're giving your body the time to recover. And that's really important to always keep in mind.
1: Yeah. And I can't even do my off-grid days right now. I can't be in a vehicle driving for more than 15 minutes. So what am I doing? I'm adjusting. I'm doing it at home. I'm playing my guitar, you know, even if it's just for 15 minutes, just so that I'm able to, again, work on that neuroplasticity. Thanks, Joe Dispenza. He's great at talking about this stuff. But doing things that bring you joy. Are also and they're fun. Are going to give you an improvement of your readiness score on your aura ring. So for all of you that don't yet have an aura ring or something like this that can track your readiness score and track your sleep metrics, uh, I highly recommend that you look at some of these devices because again, this stuff isn't in the mainstream health narrative. This is more like quote unquote fringe, but. All of the top health icons, wellness experts, they're doing all this stuff. So if this is the first time you're hearing about this, amazing. I really hope that you can start to integrate little, um, you know, whispers of what we've been talking about and have these things in your awareness and your toolkit so that when things happen, you then have uh, different things to lean into and lean on.
0: And guess what, Rachel? It's not going to be fringe for much longer. I give it two to three years, you're going to go to your doctor and they're going to give you some type of tracking device. And they're going to say, send us your metrics. It's only a matter of time. I mean, there are actually like small health companies doing that right now where they work with you at analyzing your data, doing monthly blood tests. Like people are are getting smarter. I, I give it like, it's just a matter of like demand right now. And I think as people start to see the resilience and kind of this, you know, uh, this like, you know, proclivity towards like longevity and really overall wellness, like happening in this space, people are going to want that too. And it's just going to be a matter of time. So yeah, I give it, I give it a couple of years and we're going to start to see a lot of things become more straight mainstream for sure.
1: One of the last things I want to mention here is that the first time around, I had a pretty big uh, injury and um, my skin freaked out. I had these weird breakouts all on my neck. It was like the worst acne I've ever had. And what is that? It's the inflammation that's happening on the inside of my body was presenting on the skin. But I don't have that this time. I don't have a single breakout in this area because I'm taking the right things to manage the oxidative stress in my body the inflammation and all of that and JJ Virgin was saying bump up your omega supplements and your antioxidants take them together and she was also recommending uh, taking some curcumin as well for me so yeah this this stuff happens you know car crashes happen to a lot of us they're one of the most common injuries out there so I'm sure someone will be able to glean some insight from today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and yeah, I, I just think kind of getting back to, you know, our original point, it's, it's just, yeah, you, you got to recognize that you are, you have that internal badass inside you. And it, it's in these times when you are kind of pushed to your limit that you can either, you know, say, I'm going to just sit back and not do anything. Or you can really take that control into your hands and do the things that are actually going to help expedite healing. And I think this was a kind of a a strange series of events that happened to both of us within a span of two days, as I said, like two Virgos, like two accidents, one crap, like one week, it's kind of crazy. But I think this was a wake up call for both of us. You know, certainly for me, it's like, I'm go, go, go. I'm running all over the place. I think I need to take a minute and slow down and really focus on some self care and prioritization of my health right now. And so, you know, I think anybody listening out there, I hope that, you know, we are able to give you some insights, some tips and takeaways on how to help yourself. But ultimately, it's like, you got to like, know the things to do before you get hurt, because those things kind of have to just be in your back pocket. So you could just, you know, take them out and get ready to go in those events, you know, so.
1: Yeah, for sure. And if you guys know somebody who's going through a hard time, uh, has recently been injured by something or is just, like, feeling depressed, like, of course, seek psychological support. That's really key. But share this episode with them. And uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in here on the show. You can learn more about Katie and I at beautyandthebiohacker.com everything we've referenced is going to be in the description box below so that you guys can start adding these things into your badass biohacking baby toolkit. i should bbb okay that was, that was i really, love it no i, no, I don't know that
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit that out don't worry we'll... guys. <laughs> <laughs> what else what else i love you girl <laughs> i love you i can't wait to see you in the next one all right see you guys Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Beauty and the Biohacker today. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to leave a comment or share it on your social media account and we'll give you a shout out. And don't forget to head over to beautyandthebiohacker.com to check out all our episodes and our favorites page where we include our curated list of products with special discount codes just for you guys. And while you're there, sign up for our newsletter because we're sharing some exclusive content and giveaways you won't want to miss.